Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Amber. And you're listening to the AM Podcast. So today we're going to start with our segment, Keeping Up With K-Pop, where we discuss a few current events, and then we'll jump right into our main topic, songs that make you feel something, part two. Okay, so the first topic that we have is Wu Jin's sexual assault allegations. So a bit of a background for this, Wu Jin was a Stray Kids member who left the group in October 2019 due to um, personal circumstances, according to the company. Um, and according to Koreaboo, several anonymous fans have since come out with sexual assault allegations against Wu Jin some as recently as April 2020, and more may be coming out. So who knows? But so, Amber, what are your thoughts about this um, news topic? I think because confirmed, really, if this is all true, it's messed up. And like something needs to be done about it, and he shouldn't get away with it. Um, I think it's ridiculous that he like in one of the I think in the tweets or something um the woman mentioned that he he tried using the the old line of I'm a celebrity on her to justify that what he was doing was okay but it's not okay and he wasn't at the time he wasn't even part of the group anymore so how how is that helping you out any and I don't know. It's just like, it's crazy. He thinks that he can get away with something like this, especially in today's society. Like we're all connected. And so it doesn't matter. Like we're aware of what's happening and people have been getting in trouble with it because, you know, other happenings have occurred in Korea with some of the stars. So yeah, that's, that's what I have to say about it. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree, you know, I just think this whole situation is just, it's crazy and it's pretty sad and and I believe I had seen something where apparently he was also scheduling like solo meetups with this huh? company, yeah, which I mean, which sounds sketchy in of itself, I thought because there's also I've also seen reports where the company that he claims to be a part of may or may not even exist. <laughs> So I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. But like you said, you know, he's using that whole, you know, I'm a celebrity or whatever to try and get girls, it seems like. And but so, um, yeah, this whole situation is just really sad. But that's all I have to say, I guess, about it right now. Okay, did you have anything else that you wanted to add? Nope. Okay, so moving on. Uh, so next topic that we had is um, uh, an artist who has been recently called out for racist racist comments in the past. So a Canadian um, artist, Kiho, is set to debut in a new K-pop group, P1 Harmony. However, it has recently come out that he used to have a Stan Twitter account where he apparently made racist comments about others. And um, 
since this story came out, his company, um, FNC, has put out a notice as well as Kehoe himself also put out a notice um, explaining that he was not the person who was making these comments via the Twitter account. Um, and the account was shut down in 2017. I believe from what I saw, I think the account was active from like 20, ooh, I want to say like 2015 to 2017. But yeah, so uh, what are your thoughts about this whole situation? Okay, so like part of this and their apology, <laughs> this is very important for Bussy, but Part of the apology that they put out, um, I think part of it is basically saying that, like, because he grew up in Canada, like, he he understands what it is to, like, face racism. And he, it was like, and the way it was written was, like, saying that, oh, he wouldn't do this because he knows how it feels or he understands the concept of racism. Um to me that made me just you know think why try to make excuses for the man like how like it doesn't make sense and they said that he didn't make the comments but it's like how are we supposed to know if what was what was written by him and what wasn't written by him because at the end of the day you can't tell from my understanding you can't tell who wrote what on the account so it could have been him and they're trying to hide it also I feel like because he was younger at the time that he did this, I I wouldn't be as mad as mad or upset about it if he would just like own up to it, own up to it and was just like, yeah, that was me. That's what I said. Um, but I don't feel this way now or I don't think that way now, you know, like because I understand that, you know, when you when you're younger, you don't always think about the things you say you don't always think about the future you don't think about how it's going to affect you and so I I don't know I just feel like if he would have just like owned up to it and it was like yeah this happened I'm sorry but like I moved on it and I've grown and I'm a better person now then I would I would say yes yeah, messed up that you said something like that but okay you're you're adult enough to say that I've moved past it so that's how I feel about that oh well, it's a lot. So there's a couple of points that you made that I just wanted to like touch on because like regarding the comments that were made about like how we don't really know who made what comments, which I definitely agree with. And I remember this, I was seeing that there were actually posts on Twitter. I guess these were like his acquaintances back then or whatever, mm-hmm. showing like I guess sharing um snapshots of like uh group chats. Mm-hmm. Um where he was sharing his password for his account for others. So, I mean, so it's a possibility that there was. But like you said, even if he was sharing it, we still don't know what he said versus what others may have said that he shared, who he shared his account with. Mm -hmm. Um, And I definitely agree with the owning up part, too, because um, he was, I think he was around 15 or so when he was a part of this account and so um yeah no one is the same person as they as they are as adults as they were when they were teenagers and so I agree with at least acknowledging that acknowledging that he may have said some things would have been would be a better approach at this point rather than saying that you know I didn't do it (laughs) It yeah of 
it's not the point. Um, <laughs> and and I also think it's just crazy how serious the situation got to the point where his company had to say something, and he put something in on their page as well. It shows, I guess, how like how big of an issue this is. I just thought that was interesting. I mean, I'm not surprised, but I am surprised. But sometimes when it's just like a small subset sect of people against someone else, it doesn't really garner a whole lot of attention from the artist, or they may not even acknowledge it. But so that was interesting to me. Um, the how the whole gravity of the whole situation became so much bigger than what they probably thought that it was going to be. Um, and this is a really bad time for this kind of bad press, right? Which, which is probably why they put something out. Um, and yeah, I thought it was weird that they thought that just because he's from Canada, he understands racism and blah blah blah, and he can't be in whatever racist or I don't know um I don't think that that matters I don't think that should have been highlighted because that's not really an excuse because I I just felt like that wasn't really an excuse um and that's all I have to say about that so I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I'm interested. I'm, I really am interested to see if he's still going to, I feel like he's still going to debut. And I was also interested to see, you know, in this new age, you know, of these new groups coming out where the members may have been part of, of, of I don't know, they may have said some questionable things, I guess, on line in the past I'm, I'm wondering if more stories like these are going to be coming out um especially since a lot of young people are on twitter or on social media and when you're young i guess you don't you don't really think about the consequences of what you're saying or what you're putting out there um and the, and how that may trail back to you in the future mm-hmm. so i don't know that's so that's interesting um okay so the next topic that we have is um k contact coming out in fall 2020 well i guess the whole name is it's the whole event is called k contact fall 2020 and the event is going to take place october 16th through the 25th online um and i think from my perspective, I'm really interested to see what they're going to do in relation to uh, their web. Their website said that they're going to have like augmented reality, mixed reality, expand and expanded reality XR technology. So that's a lot of different realities, and I'm just interested to see what that is going to look like or what it's going to encompass. And I didn't go to. I don't think either one, neither one of us attended or attended virtually attended the <laughs> summer one mm-hmm. um and but i don't know i'm kind of interested to see what this fall one is going to look like um so i kind of want to attend the event how do Amber do do you think you may you may pay for this event and what do you think um i kind of want to watch it too <laughs> um i just from my understanding i don't know okay because you mentioned all these different realities. I'm not sure if the price for it will go up or if there's mm. like an extra fee that you'll pay. But I remember from the summer one, it was like $20 for their YouTube channel or to be like 
a mem is it like a membership or a sub- like a special subscription or something? Yeah, I think it was um, a subscription to the actual channel. Yeah, so that was like twenty dollars. So I don't think that's not bad. I mean, we went to like the the KCON twenty nineteen when it was an actual event, and we paid more than that. So <laughs> <laughs> I like you said so casually. We paid more than that. Like it was like five dollars more. <laughs> So I'm just saying, like it might. It seems like a good deal to see everything. Um, the only thing that I'm worried about is, and which was what I was worried about for the summer one that they had, was like the time frame of it because it's all week, and I think it was like 24 seven. And so I understood in like for the summer. I know like students were out of school and stuff, so that made sense. But with it being in fall people are back in school and nobody ever stopped working but like (laughs) like we're working now so I don't know if it'd be like worth it to pay for it but I still might do it just because they might have they they'll if it's 24 7 there's a lot of content that's in the evening and so yeah that's how I feel about it I kind of I don't know because they've been putting up little clips from the summer one and I'm like oh this look cool Oh wow, I want to see that. Yeah. And so I was like, hmm, maybe maybe I'll pay for it. But we'll see. I guess when more information comes out, yeah. Um, definitely make a decision by then. Yeah, that was I just want to say that was one thing that had confused me about the summer one, the event schedule. Mm-hmm. I was I was so confused as to how it was actually going to work. Because I know they did the same thing in the summer one. I saw, at least in the description for the fall one, that they're going to have some live, some pre-recorded content. content. Um, and so I just, I'm interested to see what this going to look like. Because that worried me for the event schedule. Because even with the, um, I think they had a um, a segment where you could call like I guess have have a live phone call or conversation with an idol yeah I remember that and mm-hmm. I was confused as to how that would work because I think I was worried that like okay I'd be as I signed up for this and say it's like at 10 o'clock in the morning or whatever and I'm like right. working and then I find out that I won the FaceTime meet and greet or whatever it's called I think it's called meet and greet um and so yeah I'd like I, I'm I'd be interested to see what I hope I, I'm interested to see what uh, the event schedule is going to look like, and I'm interested to see have more information about this. You know, I was wondering if you were just talking about the meet and greets, but I was wondering like maybe they schedule that so it's like on the weekend rather mm-hmm. than during the week. Hmm, I don't know. Post schedule is weird to me. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. That's 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 us. Okay. I was the only other thing that I do just kind of want to say that I think it's interesting that all these online concerts is giving people more flexibility to mm-hmm. do these types of events because normally, you know, they only have they would have one in one a year. I mean, in different locations, I guess. Well, I guess it's sort of the same thing. Because, but I mean, normally they would do it all like in the summertime in different countries, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was interesting that now they have the flexibility to do one in the summer, one in the fall, one in, the, and maybe that's something that they 
I mean, they have the flexibility to basically do it when they want, it seems like, because there's not actually, like, a physical location that they have to, like, book, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I thought that was interesting. I, I, apparently, I find a lot of these interesting. But, okay, was there anything else you, have, you were going to say about K-Contact? Nope. Okay. So... We are going to move into, there were a few comebacks that came out. Um, so day six, um, day six, even of day, the subgroup, I guess, even of day came out with um, their video, Where the Sea Sleeps. What did you think about this video? In the um, I think that the story of the video was really cute. It was like they were all trying to trying to get back home, you know? Yeah. And then <laughs> and then the part where like the ship blew up and I was like, oh no. But they survived. So I was really happy. Um the song's really nice and sweet. I guess sweet. I guess if you want to call it sweet, I think I don't know. It's it's kind of positive to me because it's like you know we got each other no matter what kind of thing so yeah that's how I felt about the video in the song okay yeah I the 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 characters were super cute Mm -hmm. um in the story one thing I did like about well the video the video was a story this is basically what I'm saying I guess I really so yeah I really liked the music video because it was a journey the characters were cute like I said um what was I gonna say there was something I was oh when you were talking about them about to die, mm-hmm. we thought they were going to die. I, I noticed one of the characters had these like two stuffed animals or something that he was holding. I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so cute!" I hope they don't die. <laughs> it was really touch and go there for a little while, and then mm-hmm. they opened their eyes, and everything was great. Um, so the video was very. I really like these like animated type, the animated style uh, that they're doing. Um, well, I mean, the last animated type style I saw was with the trailer, I guess, for this album. But it's a good idea. Um, I agree that I really like the words. I, I was thinking sweet and comforting. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I really liked um, the there's a run towards the end. I'm not sure who's actually singing the vocal run, but it was really good. I was like, okay, it took it to another level. But this song is really good. Um, and one question I did have was, where is the place that this, where the sea, where the sea sleeps? Because it was referenced at the end and throughout the song. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, I, I could be mistaken, but I feel like it was also in the trailer um, towards the end. And so, yeah, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means either. And I, I was wondering the same thing. Like, the sea sleeps. Where does the sea sleep? Where is it calm? Okay, wh- at what point is it calm? Okay, wait, what? <laughs> is that what they're saying? Like, well, I'll meet you or I'll, I'll see you where the sea is like calm and, and steady. And I mean, I think that's what I just, I kind of assumed that because I feel like when you're sleeping, you're resting and you're, yeah. you're kind of like at peace in a sense. So I was thinking, like, maybe it's, like, the calmest place of, like, mm. the ocean where it's, like, not a lot of waves and you're just, like, chill. But, I mean, that could be wrong. <laughs> so, well, it's a good I don't theory. Know. It's a good theory. Okay. So that's that 
song. Um, next, we have CLC came back with Helicopter. What did you think about Helicopter? Um, first of all, I am so happy for their comeback. I love CLC over the years, so I'm happy they came back. Um, I feel like this is like a, a fight song. You know, they're like going up to the top, you know, never trying to like give up or anything. But I will say that watching the video, I'm a little confused by like the gun choreography that was in it. And I'm not really sure what that has to do with like helicopters and rising to the top. Like, are you like killing the haters while they're rising? Like, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't like really sure what that was. And honestly, when I saw that, I automatically thought about you, Melissa, because you have mentioned you don't understand what is K-pop's obsession with guns. I told you, I told you, there's got to be some, some sort of, uh, I don't know, there's something going on. I don't know, but it just, I was just like, why is this there? Like, I don't understand. Um, yeah, I didn't know what that had to do, but overall, I liked the video. Yeah, I actually don't remember the gun choreo. Oh, because um, <laughs> I probably if I yeah, but I but I will say that you know, objectively speaking, you know, as I'm not really like a huge like I don't stand CLC, but I really think this is a very good solid K-pop song in today's music climate of mm-hmm. K-pop, I guess. I thought the choreo was good. There was some parts where they like were like leaning back on each other or whatever, and I was like, okay, they're they're snapping, okay. And um, I thought the song was pretty catchy, but I didn't think it was anything that was like different from the other groups um, yeah. that are out today. Mm-hmm. But I will say that I do appreciate how CLC does switch up their genres for songs with each comeback so they I feel like they switch them up fairly frequently which does highlight their versatility as a group so yes that's all I was going to say about that okay so the last topic we have under comebacks is Wano Wano has come back with and he put out a video for Open Mind and I guess I could go first. Um, so the whole part, okay. So I'll just say that he looks good and he knows he looks good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I try, you know, because I think last time when we talked about him, I think Losing You came out. And, yes. I, you know, I try not to talk to him. Talk, not talk to him. I wish I could talk Girl, to him. you know him. <laughs> <laughs> but I try not to talk about him. Like, you know, he's just a, like he's just an, an an object. I try not to objectify him, but I mean, he look good, yeah. <laughs> and he knows he looks good, and he used his good looks to his advantage. Okay, and you know, but and you know, the song is really good. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of difficult to uh, what's the word? It's dis- it's not distracting. But it's kind of difficult to not look at him and be like, oh, wow, you look really good. When he's sitting, standing there in like a zip up, everybody else is wearing like this zip up hoodie shirt jacket thing in one of these scenes. And his is the only one that's open at the bottom to show his abs. Like, 
and so they yeah. did. Yeah, like I'm like I'm trying to concentrate on the song. The song is the song is good. At first, I didn't really care for it, but I think the more that I watched, <laughs> more that I watched the video, the more I really got into the song, and I really like the song, and I like the little choreo. Um, it was good. Okay. Anyways, I'm still talking about. <laughs> what were your thoughts? Um, my thought was he looked good too. I mean, when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, his stylist. Okay, they went for it. They were like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You're you're sexy, so let's play up to it. But yep. I will say, them using that to their advantage is also good with what the song's about that's true so i feel like it made sense like it didn't feel out of place and from my understanding now you can correct me if i'm wrong is it about a one-night stand i was thinking the same thing to just like <laughs> have an open mind girl like you don't have yeah to, doesn't he say you don't have to love me Some, something like that and he mentions like four i think he mentions like four tonight or four one night or something yeah, something, like, something that. like that and i was uh, like huh so, so all you, the skin you, showing was, yeah, intentional. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, like, you're telling her to keep an open mind. You, you're all sexy and whatnot. So <laughs> that's all I could think. Um, putting all that to the side, all the sexiness. Um, um i i do i do i did like the video like for what the song was about i feel like it wasn't like overly sexualized yeah where it made you feel uncomfortable but it was enough where you were like okay i get the gist of it i will say like i like there there was like this moment in the video where like the camera goes like up his sleeve and it it was just so cool it looked so like it looked awesome um but yeah there were this was just a song that you know you know he was he was just being he was being an adult which yeah. i truly appreciate because i feel like in k-pop you don't see you don't see that in k-pop at least like the mainstream k-pop i feel like you don't you don't get that or if they try it it's like frowned upon or it's mm-hmm. like i don't know like a a diluted version of it but mm-hmm. he went full on grown and sexy here and i was like you are for the adults that are watching this. You yeah. better go ahead. Yeah. So yeah, that's okay. I'm done. I'm done. That's all I see with all of that. Okay. And so now we're gonna jump into our main topic, which are songs that make you feel something. Part two. Mm. So the first song that we have. So I guess these are songs that make us feel happy because last time we did this we did songs that make us feel like more emotional so i just want to preface that okay so the first song that we have um i love this song okay <laughs> this is know me by dpr live featuring dean so for me i just really love how chill like this song is like it's really chill but it's also like hype but it's like not like hype it's like yeah Anyways, so, um, and I also love how Dean's voice kind of cuts through, like, the hip-hop parts of Mm -hmm. the song, and I just thought this was the perfect collab, like, the perfect collaboration. Like, if you're gonna collab, this is how you collab. (laughs) Um, And I thought it was interesting, and I don't know, part of it, 
part of the reason I think that I'm so into this song, I think because it's kind of easy to sing along to because I think the chorus, a lot of it's in English. Not much of it is actually like in Korean from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but and so I'm wondering if that, at least for me, that makes it a good song, like in general for me, to, that makes me happy to listen to. I don't know. It's just it's easy to sing along to. Um, and then, of course, every time we talk about DPR, I have to talk about the videography. Um, it's nothing. Well, I feel like because I feel like the video enhances the song, which is, I guess, why I'm talking about the videos for some of these songs. But I love how Live's face is mostly hidden until the end because it gives you like, um, like, oh, you don't know me. Like, you don't know me. Like, you don't know me. But I, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why I keep saying it over and over. <laughs> it's it's like you don't know me but you know me now like towards the end like his face is no longer hidden and it's like you know me now and yeah that was pretty dope and it goes along with the song and but yeah I'm sorry just I'm still thinking about like Dean's part because Dean's part is just like perfect with this song it's just like anyways this is a great debut song I think this was his debut song for DPR I think but for DPR live not DPR but anyways that's all I have to say (laughs) um i agree with you um this song is chill but gets you hype for me i feel like from the beginning he's hype like that that first that first part is just like aggressively in your face but hype i you guys gotta listen to it for you really (laughs) fully understand what i'm saying (laughs) and I think it's crazy how, like, throughout the song, live goes from, like, kind of flexing to him, like, talking about a girl, but, like, going back to flexing again, like, flexing on the haters, because, like, in the, okay, in the beginning, he's, like, this is, like, it's, like, for the fans, but also for the haters, so it's kind of, like, at different parts, you can, like see the hate like you know haters back off kind of thing so yeah um I do I do like the part where like he switches up between like the bridge where he says like you know me now but like in the chorus he's like you don't know me mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's kind of like I feel like when he says like y'all know me I like I feel like that's for the fans like fan, like y'all know me mm-hmm. like we're cool we're tight but then it's like to the haters like y'all don't y'all don't really know me because y'all y'all over here hating so that's what <laughs> that's what that's what I like about it um yeah and then I agree with everything you said about Dean I mean it just it just adds that his he oh my god he just adds like that that little bit of like he's like the cherry on top for this song mm-hmm. like it was it was kind of needed to kind of break it and mm-hmm. it was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, I love this song. And we've talked about this song before when we did the artist highlight for DPR. So, like, you know we like this song. So you guys should listen to it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> okay, yeah, we said a lot. It's a great song. It is. Um, so, moving on, our next song that we have is BTS's Thing. So, uh, what did you do? So, what do you love about this song? I have no idea how to explain how hype I get to this song. Like, like when it comes on, 
it's just like all chill. Like you, you don't know what to expect. And then that beat drops, and you're like, oh, they're rap. <sighs> rap line did their thing on this song. <laughs> and when they like, when you get into like, so that's like the music. But when you get into like the lyrics, they're like, they're it's amazing how like they use wordplay. Mm-hmm. And it makes you go like, oh, because when I first listened to it, because it's like in Korean, I had to go look up the lyrics. But when you really get to it, you're just like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Um, so, yeah. And it's low-key a flex song. So, I don't know. I guess apparently I love flex songs <laughs> when they're like telling their haters, like, bye, whatever. We're doing our thing. <laughs> hmm. But I really love it. Um, yeah, I agree i tend to really like rap line songs period anyways yeah um and what i loved about what i love about this song are the flow switch ups mm-hmm. i don't know it's weird how like <laughs> listening back to how we've been doing this so far but it's weird how like the lyrics tend to like get you more so at least for me for me it's usually like the flows and like the beats and like i don't know i just thought that was interesting but anyways <laughs> um <laughs> I what I really love because I love the flow switch-ups in this song, especially like arms like stuttering parts towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like the traditional. I don't know if it's. I don't want to say. I think it's like a traditional like Oriental type of beat. I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah, traditional. But um, anyways, this is the things that I loved about this song. Um, of course, it's a hype song. I mean. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm saying it like they know the song already, but anyways, um, I did watch like a behind the scenes of them, like as they were creating this song, and it was interesting how they were like really particular about how they wanted the song to sound. Um, and for the end, it came out great. That's how I was gonna say, I guess, about that. So, I just want to say like one thing add to it you were talking about how you like um rm starter flow i also like how when you listen to the song you can hear like how each person raps and Mm -hmm. it's like their it's like their sound but what i've always loved about rap line is that they always had their distinct sounds but somehow it just it just meshes well together and i feel like this if you haven't heard this song you will finally understand like everyone's rap style, in my opinion. So yeah, yeah, yeah I've noticed that as, as well. Yeah, um, and I think that's what makes okay. This isn't the I'm not gonna go off a tangent and like talk about like the differences between like I was about to go talk about like rap line and like the differences of BTS's rap line and whatever makes them special. But that is something that I think makes them special. Like mm-hmm. they they all have very distinct rapping qualities that makes them different from others and that makes them stand out um so yeah okay that's all I was gonna say so was there anything else you were gonna say no okay so our next song is Hyolin Say My Name um for me uh I think the song is really really good um, I love the like island type of vibes that this song has, and um, and I love the little dance that she does when she does the "Say My Name" chorus part. 
because mm-hmm. it looks easy enough for me to try doing it myself and like I don't know I love this song because it's like a sexy song and like it makes me feel like a sexy person but she did like say my name like I don't know it's, it's cute but yeah anyways what are your thoughts <laughs> Um, no, I feel the same way. That little, that little middle, the little whipping, twerking part. <laughs> I'm like, I can do that. Finally, a move that I believe I can do. I tried it out. I can't do it though. But <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I look stupid doing it. Yeah, okay. But I, I do. It's, it's a sexy song. But it's like, a, it's like a sexy summer song, mm-hmm. which I feel like I've been missing. I don't know if it's because we're on COVID and we've been on quarantine, but like, it's, it's like, there's always that one song that comes out and you're just like, that's a summer song right there. And so that's what I really like. My favorite part was the dance and the music. I mean, basically it's just a good song. I love it. And Hyola never disappoints. So when it comes to her fun dance songs so that's all i have to say i i don't know every time i hear it i'm just like say my name it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, i get hyped with it so yeah it's a great song um okay so next song that we have is exo's call me baby um i guess i'll go first so for me i just feel like this song is just pure fun Mm-hmm. and it's just a cute song because it's just like oh like call me baby like I don't know just I just really like this song and I think the best part for me is Dio, Baekhyun, and Chen's breakdown part that they do the little acapella part that they do mm-hmm. I really love that part I was just like okay y'all got-. I think that was the first time I had recognized because I'm not because I'm fairly I guess I'm fairly new word to EXO and so that was the song where I was like, oh, wow, okay, y'all, okay, y'all can sing, like, sing, sing. And um, I can't talk about the video, but I really like the video choreography, especially in the beginning that they do, the little, um, you know, when they, like, move from the car into the different mm-hmm. rooms and they, like, follow each other's choreo. I just thought that was, that was, that was a, a dope, like, whoever staged that, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and... I also, I don't know, it's just a fun, like, a fun fact, I guess, on the side, I guess. I just love that the demo for this was Call Me Daddy. I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, well, that's, that should have been what it was called. But I guess, you know, with K-pop, you know, you can't be like, oh, Call Me Daddy, I guess. You have to be a bit more PG-13. So, but, yeah, that's all I have to say about this song. This is such a good song. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that it was originally called Call Me Daddy because if you guys watch the video and you see the choreography, it gives off daddy vibes. Not like da- okay, you guys know what you know you know what we mean by when we say daddy, not like <laughs> not like your father. Not like your father, but like, you know, daddy, you know? So daddy vibes. Yeah. And but yeah, I love the song. Vocals are amazing out of this world especially when Dio hits that baby girl (laughs) what did you say Amber what was that the baby girl part I'm not you're not gonna get me to say it again (laughs) if that was you if that's what you're trying to do it's not gonna happen okay (laughs) but he like because it's like the chorus is like you know like and it's just like uh, it's like like 
I don't know, sexy. And then mm-hmm. he just comes in with like this smoothness. And I'm like, oh, okay, I see you. Okay, mm-hmm. Slide it in there. But Can always I, don't know, I hear this song and I always get so hyped to it. So yeah, that's that's what I have to say. Okay. I just want to say you can always count on Dio for that the perfect R and B like run. Mm-hmm. Anyways, okay. Um, and then our next song that we have. Yeah, this is a BTS song. <laughs> um, this, but this one is so what? Um, Amber, what do you what? Why? What do you love about this song? Okay, so what I'm gonna say is like technically the first one was like rap line of BTS, and this one is like all of BTS. <laughs> so it really is a different. It's, it's, it's a difference, you know. If you can't tell, we're BTS fans. Um. This has been one of my favorite hype songs for a while now. Like, it, whenever it comes on, I still get hype with it. And I feel like some songs you don't, but mm-hmm. I do. Um, this song is like a roll down the windows, blast the music, drive down the highway kind of song, which I, which me and Melissa have probably have done. I think we've done this a couple of times when we were like driving to one of their concerts or like driving somewhere else. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> or just, I don't know. I, I know we, we do play a lot of BTS. I will say that. Yeah. If you guys can tell again, we're BTS fans. Um, <laughs> I love, I think I love most, I think what I love most about this song is that like, it's a song about kind of just like letting go of the negative, facing life, going for it with all you have. And I mean, like one of my favorite lyrics is like, it's like, just go. I want to live right now since the, <clears throat> since the brake is broken step on the accelerator however you do and like to Mm. me I feel like that's like life because like you can't stop life it's gonna keep going whether you want it to or not so you might as well just like take control and go for it Mm -hmm. and then um I think just throughout the whole song I really love the chorus because it's like so what and you just like let it go and just like I don't know. I wish you guys would see me because, like, I'm just, like, moving around so much. And it's just, like, you just want to dance to the song. And you just want to scream and shout and just go. Yep. Okay, I'm done. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like I really went crazy there. No, I absolutely love this song, too. I just love how it's so freeing. And, like you said, it's just fun to just jump around. Every time the song comes on on my phone. Like I just have to get up and just have to move. I just you you mm-hmm. can't listen to the song and not move. Like you, it's just it's impossible. This song is just it's so much fun, and I actually do have favorite lyrics for this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, but my favorite lyrics is basically the chorus because it just talks about you know being in the moment, not worrying about at least the way I interpret it, like not worrying about your mistakes or whatever, just letting go. And because, um, you know, life, you know, in general can just bog you down. And, you know, the time that we have on Earth, you guys, it's so precious. And, you know, so, you know, don't stretch yourself out too much, you know, whether it's schoolwork or like work, work, like actual, like not actual, but like work if you're, <laughs> you know, but I just I just I love this song. And that's in and and the, and I love the part. And for some reason, the part saying that, you know, you're young, wild and free it really hits me because I feel like. I feel some days I just I feel old I just I mm-hmm. feel like older than my age but then I listen right. to this song and I'm like you know what I'm not that old I'm really not like I am young I am wild and I'm going to be free so <laughs> <laughs> I just 
as an adult, okay, I'm really, okay, I'm going to keep this short. I feel like as an adult, like, everybody tries to keep you, like, I don't know, grounded and try not Mm -hmm. to let you, like, dream and just, like, do you. But this song is, like, forget them, do you. Because you only got one life to live, you know, YOLO. They don't say YOLO, guys. They don't, they don't say that. But, I mean, that's, that's the vibe it gives me. But, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's all, yeah, that's all I have to say. Great song. Okay. So our last song is Twice's Like Ooh Ah. So Amber, what do you what do you love about this song? Um, I want to say I've loved this song ever since I got into Twice. And this I think this is their debut song. Yep. So I love it. I think it's just like a fun, catchy song. Every time you hear it, like well, every time I hear it, I find myself like dancing. I'm like, oh, ah, uh, oh, ah, uh, you know, and it's just all cute and whatever. <laughs> yeah, I love the dance. It's cute. And yeah, I don't really have a favorite lyric for this one, but I mean, it's just fun. Yeah, I think for for me, um, it was pretty difficult when we were trying to narrow down these songs, like to pick one twice song, one mm-hmm. twice song. Because there's so many that I, a lot of songs from, from, the, from Twice that at least the ones that I like, they don't really have deep meanings necessarily, mm-hmm. but they're just all so much fun to listen to. And they're just super cute and they just, they're just really good, feel good songs. Um, I did really, but so yeah, that's one, so that's really the main reason why I like this song. Like it's just a really good, feel good song and the dance is super cute. And the chorus is super catchy. And, you know, not every song needs to have, like, a deep life meaning or anything like that. And the fact that this is their debut song, and it was pretty, I don't know, I don't remember if it did well or not when it first came out. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know, I know I like it. And I thought it was a lot of fun. So this song is a great song. And that's all I was going to say about that. Okay, so um, we've said some of our, you know, songs that may, you know, make us feel something, but like the hype version, the happy version. Um, So what are some songs that make you feel something? What are some songs that maybe you would add? Let us know if you agree with the songs that we've um selected. Let us know on our Instagram and Twitter at the underscore AM podcast. There will be a playlist with the songs that we have um down in the description so is the links to the instagram and twitter so if you like this episode and want to hear more subscribe to the podcast and thank you for listening and i hope everyone is staying safe and we will talk to you next week bye guys